0: everyone, you're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hi. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hello. Hello. And on this week, we are going over a Christmas story because it's Christmas Eve.
1: Yay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Eve.
0: Merry Christmas. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Come in. Eve. Yeah, so this episode is going live on Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate this time of year. We are happy to spend it with you. Yay! Just what you
1: wanted to find in your stocking. Us! us. <laughs> the elves! We've been in there for so long. Please give us some food.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, super excited to be celebrating Christmas with you guys. Another super exciting thing that we're celebrating is... Our 1,000 downloads! Woo! <laughs> it is super exciting. So thank you so much, you guys. We are we really appreciate it. You know, we had a actually a surprisingly good December. So we appreciate you guys for uh, listening to us for that. And if you are having any like family functions or friend functions, just drop drop our names. Just be like, hey, I'm listening to this great podcast, and they have a Christmas episode. So Yeah. We're perfect.
1: We're clearly the best.
0: Clearly Mm -hmm. the best. And because this one is coming out on Christmas, I do want to let you guys know that we are making this episode completely family friendly. Like we will be PG rating ourselves, Amber. (laughs) I've been good lately.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll
0: we'll see what Santa has to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are keeping this one family friendly. So if you do want to listen to it while you're hanging out with family, you're not going to be embarrassed.
2: We will, but. You won't. <laughs> but maybe you want to embarrass them. Is this where I make a joke about being on Santa's naughty list? Wink
0: wink. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we are we are super excited for the thousand downloads and we have a special announcement regarding that because I said that we were gonna do something fun for a thousand downloads. So we will officially have merch.
1: yeah you can wear us you can wear Uh. i mean
0: yes but no no (laughs) (laughs) that's a different episode so yeah so we just launched our merch store so that is super exciting um right now out of the network it's just the network and us that's on the merch store but the other two shows will be joining us shortly but uh, we're on there and if you want to support us that'd be really really cool of you we will go over more of that information during our intermission, but we just wanted to let you know that, yeah, we have merch and you can find it on our website, which is super cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So how about we go ahead and jump into our episode, which, as I mentioned this week, we are going over a Christmas story, which is a musical version of the 1983 film classic of the same name. The soundtrack is on Spotify, which will be linked in the show notes as always. This one does not get a mama warning and will be a good one to listen to with the family. And as also I mentioned, we are keeping ourselves PG. So if you're you're listening to this with family, you can just keep it on. We're cool. Usually. We're pretty chill. Usually. (laughs) So a bit of background about this show. A Christmas Story is based on a movie from 1983 that was set in the 1940s. The musical premiered at the Kansas City Repertory Theater in Missouri in December 2009. The music and lyrics were written by Scott Davenport Richards. The book was written by Joseph Robinette. After that engagement, Benj Pasek and Justin Paul were actually hired to redo the score.
2: That's cool. I like them. Yeah. I've done a lot of cool stuff. All right. So as far as all the productions that this show has been through, it opened at the Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle, Washington on December 9th, 2010. And it ran through December 30th, 2010. And then there was a national tour in 2011 that ended at the Chicago Theater. It then had a limited run in Manhattan in 2012 and 2013. It opened on Broadway at at the Lunt Fontaine Theater on November 19, 2012. It closed on December 30, 2012, after having a sold-out engagement. (gasps) Fantastic. That's a big deal. So this cast featured Dan Loria, John Bolton, Caroline O'Connor, Aaron Dilley, Zach Ballard, and Johnny Rabe and Joe West, alternating as the lead as Rafi. so this production then returned for a limited engagement at the theater at the madison square garden that ran from december 11th 2013 to december 29th 2013 Rafi was played by jake lucas with eli tokash as some performances and randy was played by noah baird a seasonal national tour of the show has run yearly since 2014 which is great Mm-hmm. There was a 2019 tour that began in November and ended in December. So short, but, you know, it's, I mean, season. it's a seasonal show. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in this production, the role of Ralphie was alternated between Ian Shaw and Tommy Druhan. In 2017, there was a live television event based on the Broadway musical version, which aired by the Fox Broadcasting Company. In this production, several new songs were added. And it was televised on December 17th, 2017, and featured Maya Rudolph, Matthew Broderick, Andy Walken, Jane Krakowski, Chris Diamantopoulos, and Anna Gasteyer. The show then premiered in Europe, so it kind of jumped over the water there, mm-hmm. uh, at the Waterloo East Theatre in London on November 28th,
0: 2018. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it it might seem like very strange how these productions are, but it is a Christmas show, so keep that in mind. It's not gonna Makes run sense. in July, like it's just you know it's not really made for that. So it usually only runs
1: November and December. It's so, not as old as I thought it would would no. be. Yeah, I was
0: that's surprised I too. too.
1: Like so. yeah, opened in 2010.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So it's it's still a fairly young musical, so that's why the background information also is still smaller. You know, yeah. like it's a seasonal and it's not that old, so there's really not. A super ton going on there.
2: It's still a baby. It's a baby. (laughs) I mean, it's a child at this point, but, you know.
0: (laughs) It can't vote yet.
2: (laughs) That's for sure. Fair enough. So, another fun fact, in 2013, the show was nominated for two Outer Critics Circle Awards, six Drama Desk Awards, and three Tony Awards, but sadly enough, didn't win any of them. Not a one.
0: But they were nominated, which is still a big honor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so with that tiny bit of background information out of the way, I'll go ahead and jump into Act 1. And I will tell you the show is quite small, so we won't be spending a ton of time with it, but it is still a really good story. So we are introduced to Radio Disc Jockey. Gene Shepard tells his audience about A Christmas from His Childhood. It is told through the eyes of Ralphie Parker in Indiana in December 1940. Ralphie is planning to convince his parents to get him his dream present in the song, It All Comes Down to Christmas. The family goes to Higby's department store, where Ralphie sees said present in the window, a Red Ryder carbine action BB gun. (gasps) 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 The next day, Ralphie's father struggles with his daily crossword puzzle and his entry into a crossword puzzle contest in the song, Genius on Cleveland Street. Ralphie accidentally bursts out that he wants to be begun for Christmas, which, you know, he's been trying to like, sneakily do it this whole time, but he's just like, ah, oh, don't, I want to be begun. And <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Oh, no. And his mom instantly shuts him down with the classic excuse of, You'll shoot your eye out, which crushes Ralphie's spirits,
1: of course. Wow. Yeah. Wah. Also, like, <laughs> the most iconic line from You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. Probably
2: any Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's true. On the way to school, Ralphie, his brother Randy, and his friends are attacked by the bully Scott Farkas and his sidekick Rover Dill in the song When You're a Wimp,
1: which is a hilarious song, but also sad. (laughs) I feel like you are signing your kid up to be the neighborhood bully with the name Scott Scott. Farkas. Scott, sorry. (laughs) Scott Farkas, yeah.
2: In class, Ralphie's teacher, Miss Shields, assigns a themed writing prompt on what the class wants for Christmas. So Ralphie thinks through this and he figures that if he can convince Miss Shields to convince his parents to get the gun for him, then, you know, Booyah. there you go. That's the perfect plan. So how he's going to get what he wants. And so this is the song Ralphie to the Rescue. But of course, he slowly loses hope in this as the weeks pass and his paper still hasn't been graded. Wah, wah.
0: And Ralphie to the Rescue is a really cute song where he goes into like he's the sharpshooter of the neighborhood and he has to protect his family from bandits and pirates and stuff and it's super adorable. <laughs> like nice. Kids imagination
1: and stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. One night during dinner, with the song That's what a mother does, Mr. Parker is informed by telegram that he's won an award for his crossword puzzle contest submission. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And soon after this, his prize is delivered. Turns out it's a lamp shaped like a woman's leg, which <laughs> is <laughs> iconic and also creepy.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: so <A little> weird. <laughs> Mrs. Parker is
0: clearly disgusted with this.
2: I also would be, but yeah. Mr. Parker puts it up on display in the window anyway, because he wants his neighbors to see that he has something to brag about. And this is a song, a major award.
0: Fragile.
2: Fragile.
0: Yeah, he's got um some self-confidence issues.
1: <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a
0: little bit. <laughs> the family goes off to get a Christmas tree, but on the way, their car gets a flat womp womp. Ralphie uh, goes out to help his father by holding a hubcap full of the tire's bolts, which are super important. And in the process, it gets accidentally knocked from his hands. And in his distress and dismay at the situation, seemingly says, oh, fudge. Shepard clarifies he did not say fudge, but definitely said the F word. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. So, of course, Ralphie gets in huge trouble for this. And he claims he heard it from his friend Schwartz. And then Schwartz, of course, gets in trouble for this. When really, Ralphie actually just heard it from his father, but he doesn't want to fess up to that because, I mean, you're not going to be like, well, I learned it from you. Even so. more trouble. <laughs> learned it from watching you, dad, dad. Yeah, so poor Schwartz gets gets also whooped by his mother. <laughs> and after this whole situation, Ralphie starts to worry that this whole incident has doomed his Christmas because he was a bad boy in the song, you know, very knowledgeably n- named Act One Finale.
1: Wow. 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 Just hey, so
0: you guys know. I think that's the end of Act 1. It's the end of Act 1.
2: Is <laughs> it? Never saw that coming.
0: Yeah, so this, so this show, I, I will point out, if you can't pick up from the context, it like kind of jumps around in time, but it does all take place roughly the couple weeks before Christmas. So it's just kind of all over the place. If you've seen the movie, like you know it kind of does that that too. But yeah, so that's uh, the end of Act 1. Super fast there, but with this uh, little bit of stuff, how do you guys feel about it? I
1: mean it's a classic christmas story with
0: music with music
1: <laughs> so i already kind of know where it's going but it, it brings back a lot of nostalgia a it lot is. of the wonder of being a kid especially yeah. around christmas where you're like oh cool stuff
2: and i think i remember seeing this when they did it live
0: on abc or nbc or something okay okay neat that's super cool yeah yeah and like like This this movie, again, is a classic, Like it's one of those, like, it has to be in your top five favorite Christmas movies. You know, my, yeah. my dad showed it to me, it's one of his favorites, that kind of deal. And I will say about the music, I, I just listened to it for the first time when I started researching this one. It's actually really good, and it pulls in a lot of, like, child fantasy more so. You know, and it brings in a, a large cast of children, which is super cool and hard to do. You know, yeah. finding you know kids to working with kids is hard. Everyone says that, but the cast does really well in creating this childhood fantasy in their song, and it's I you know I think it sticks pretty close to its original works, which is
1: nice. Yeah. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I, like I mean, it's a Christmas story.
0: Yeah, it's hard to go wrong with this, and if they had messed it up s- somehow. I don't know how because how yeah yeah because it's again a very straightforward story, but they they did they they did it good. Uh, Am I the only one that's listened to it so far? Yep. For shame, it's a good one. It's it's a quick listen, of course.
2: Okay, here is the theater fact. When it comes to the leg lap, there are twenty one total legs used, thirteen in the chorus line, one that Ralphie's dad old man parker unpacks a broken leg a roving promotional leg a backup leg in case one breaks and four workable plug-in versions that will be used as decorations to light the lobby
0: i thought that was super cool
2: yeah Yeah. it's a lot of props
0: i mean this just goes back into what we've talked about in the past about like the prop masters being super big nerds and super cool at their job like yeah I i think that's awesome you know I
1: just like a, they just got something as backup. It's just like somebody's gonna break Someone's these. Someone's gonna break it.
2: Well, yeah, that's like the rule of theater.
1: <laughs> it's just yeah. a rule. If it exists, it'll get broken.
2: Yep.
0: And I think originally, when the prop master at the time was trying to find how to create the leg, he he originally went to see like old mannequin parts. It turns out mannequin legs are actually really heavy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like they like weigh as much as people. They're like heavy. Full mannequins. Yeah. What the heck?
0: So they opted to not do that yeah so it's a super super cool fact i thought that was really neat since we're on our intermission we would like to uh, start putting our some of our conversational pieces in here so it's a little easier for people to find the information if you guys want to ever reach out to us if you want to tell us if you like want to send us your own theater facts that are really cool you can always email us at save me an at gmail.com or you can tweet them at us at save an ILC on twitter and if you ever want to tweet about the show Please use the hashtag S-M-A-A-S or hashtag save me an ILC so we can find you, which is how Twitter works. I don't know. That's Amber's department.
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: you can always tweet at us as always. Yeah, we
1: can try and get that trending.
0: Yes. Please Smash. Smash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's our uh, hashtag for more shows. Of course you know, please visit the the Ragtag Network, which is www.ragtagnetwork.com, which as we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, that's where our merch is going to be held. We go through a different distribution site. So they take care of all of our shipping and handling and stuff, which is super cool of them, but it will still be, you can still find it on our website. So there's no confusions for you guys there. You don't have to go searching for it, which is really, really nice. So that's where you can find that. And our other shows, if you don't know, we have other shows on the Ragtag Network. Matt and I are in one called Total Tomfoolery, which talks about Dungeons and Dragons. We play a game with three other friends. It's chaos, and it's a lot of fun. It's real dumb. It's you real should dumb. watch it. Yeah. Listen. Or listen
1: to it. Yeah. Really. Watch. I
0: mean, you could uh, watch with your ears. <laughs> watch with your ears. <laughs> yeah, so you can uh, listen to that. We also have another podcast called Bag of Bones, which, if we ever give out the mama warning in front of episodes, that's what we're talking about. The mama. She has her own podcast, It's called Bag of Bones. Super cool there. And we will, of course, be doing more shows in the future. We really look forward to it and your continued support in that regard because we can't do it without you guys. It's super nice that you've supported us. And with our merch, it's something we all talked about ahead of time that we are going to be giving 10% of all of the sales from our merch to a different charity, and we'll switch those out every few months. So it's just something that we're really passionate about and we wanted to give back in any way that we can through your help. So that's really... know, thank you. And our starting charity is called the Actors Fund, and why we picked it is it just kind of fit our style so Matt, would you mind reading out what their mission statement is?
1: Yeah so they the Actors fund is super cool. It's a national human services organization that fosters stability and resiliency and provides a safety net for performing arts and entertainment professionals over their lifespan.
2: through offices in New York, Los Angeles and Chicago the fund serves everyone in film, theater, television, music, opera, radio, and dance with programs including social services and emergency financial assistance, healthcare and insurance counseling, housing, and secondary employment and training services. For more information about them and why we decided to back them, you can visit their website at actorsfund.org.
0: Yeah. So if you do want to read more about their mission and kind of go more into depth about the programs that they offer, Literally anybody in the entertainment industry, which I thought was amazing, you can check out their website. And that's why I picked them as kind of, you know, it's been really tough for actors and anyone in that kind of environment, especially this year. So they're, I know a lot of them are struggling because they're out of work and, you know, theaters are closed and these, you know, wide audience situations are closed. So we really wanted to contribute in you know, the only way we, we can so far. So Every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. So some of the stuff that you can find, coffee mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, we got, yeah, we got that hat on there, we got water bottle, we've got a bunch of different shirt types, we've got buttons, we've got a beanie, which I personally will be getting for myself because I'm a big beanie wearer tank tops, sling bags, and masks, of course, because we are safe like that. Yeah, so that's kind of stuff that uh, you guys can see. So yeah, you guys check out our merch, and just so you guys know that our, when our shop goes live, I believe you'll get two weeks where everything is 15% off, which is super neat, and you don't need a code for that. It is because we are launching it is like their gift to us and to you. It'll be 15% off. It's super neat. All you have to do is go to the merch shop and hit redeem. There's a little green button that hits redeem and it will automatically put that in your cart for you so you don't have to mess with any discount buttons or anything. So that is super neat. And yeah, we are really excited for you guys to see that. And if you want to wear us and so you don't have to talk to people about our show, it your shirt does it for you. Thank you. I mean, because that's, I don't like to talk to people, <laughs> but I'll wear some merch. <laughs>
1: It's weird to actually have merch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's of us. Yeah, yeah. So
0: thanks again for getting us to a thousand downloads. We wouldn't have been able to do this without your love and support and continued support. We really appreciate that. So with all with all that out of the way, how about we sled our way into Act Two? Either Let's way. jingle all the way. Jingle Yay, all the way yeah. into yeah. Act Two. You win. You win this week.
1: Yay! <laughs> you can't be fired. Well, so far. We'll see.
0: <laughs> Ralphie is determined to save his Christmas by behaving for the rest of the month. However, <laughs> on the very last day before winter break, Schwartz triple dog dares <sighs> their friend Flick. I know that's a huge Mm-mm. big deal. Mm-mm. Dares him to stick his tongue to a pole to see if it'll stick, which it does. <laughs> <laughs> so his tongue gets stuck to the pole, but the kids just leave him there because the bell for recess rings and they have to go inside or they're going to get in trouble. So they just kind of leave this poor kid out in the snow with his tongue stuck to a pole. It's great. Priorities. So priorities. Uh, Obviously, the teacher eventually does discover that Flick is missing and they have to call the fire department to rescue him. And this all happens in the song, Sticky Situation. (laughs) To make matters worse, when Ralphie's paper is finally returned to him, he only gets a C plus. And, you know, he was expecting A+, plus and, you know, full recognition, and everyone's gonna love him for his paper. But he gets the C+, plus. and, as, like, the <laughs> another little, little jab at him, also written on his paper is the note, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out, in the song... You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Proper name. Wow. <aimed>.
1: wow. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. It's the it's the quote. You did it.
2: Woo. On the way home, Ralphie is again stopped by Scott and Grover. The repeated bullying causes Ralphie to finally snap and he attacks them in a blind rage, spewing curses all the while. <gasps> oh no. Oh no.
1: Bad boy. The bad boy.
2: And so Randy brings their mother out who pulls Ralphie off of the bully and takes him home. Ralphie is frightened of what will happen to him and Randy is convinced that their dad will kill Ralphie. Yep.
0: <laughs> gonna Kill Ralphie. <laughs> so
2: their mother reassures them that everything will be alright and the matter will be dropped in the song Just Like That.
0: Yeah, which is you know, super cool of her because obviously he's been pushed to the brink like that's not something her kid normally does. It's for her to understand that, you know, yeah, big deal.
2: Ralphie is still no closer to getting his gun and so he decides that telling Santa at Higby's is the way to go. This ends up being a failure because Santa tells him, you'll shoot your eye out. Oops. Oops. And the <laughs> song is up on Santa's lap.
1: Does it still end with Santa pushing him down the slide? <laughs> God, that's an iconic uh, scene. To that degree, <laughs> I, I have something a degree. It's so funny.
0: Yeah, and the Santa is still a total jerk yes. in this one. He's just, a, yeah, he's like, well, his, my shift is almost over and stuff like that.
1: Rude. On Christmas
2: Eve, Miss Parker accidentally, quote unquote, breaks the leg lamp, which causes a big argument between her and her husband. They do end up making up in the song My Before Christ. the Old Man Comes Home. And then later that night, the kids struggle to sleep as they're excited for the next morning in the song Somewhere Hovering Over Indiana, which is so relatable because, like, that feeling of Santa's almost here.
0: Yeah. We're about to have that yep. once, you know. Christmas! Christmas! Hey. It's happening right now. Yeah. It's happening it's right it's now. Soon. Santa's coming. <laughs> Go to bed. Santa! Santa! <laughs> Yeah, put out your plate and cookies for Santa tonight, and hand sanitizer, because he's going to be in a lot of people's homes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stay social distant. Don't try to find Santa. Don't try and find Santa. He has enough problems. I've heard
2: that Santa is immune to COVID, so oh, good.
0: I mean, he is immortal, so.
2: So it is not dangerous for him to be going house to house. Yeah, so Santa's
0: cool. Don't worry, everybody.
2: (laughs) But still, practice your social distancing. With everyone else, yes. But
0: Santa's okay. So yeah, with everybody else. (laughs) So we open on Christmas morning where the family has received gifts that um, vary in quality. (laughs) One of which uh, being a pink bunny pajama set, which is technically like we would call today a onesie. Like it's an adult onesie for this poor child and it's for Ralphie. So he has to come out dressed like a huge pink bunny, which if you've seen the movie is again, an iconic scene, poor Ralphie. And everything seems to be kind of going terrible for Ralphie. But at the last moment, Mr. Parker reveals that he got Ralphie the BB gun he had asked for. Ooh. Da-da-da! Ooh. He got his present! Ralphie, of course, goes outside to test it and immediately ricochets a shot, which hits him in the eye and breaks his glasses. <laughs> nice. You'll yeah. You'll shoot your eye Oops. Out. And, of course, he will shoot your eye up. And he, of course, knows, like, if he lets his mom know, the gun's not going to last very long, so... He makes up this story about a, an icicle that fell and broke his glasses and hit him in the eye. And his mom believes him. So, uh. yeah. Safety. So, uh, to, to kind of wrap up the Christmas day, the neighbor's dogs break into the family's house and eat their Christmas turkey. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so the family has to go to a Chinese restaurant for dinner. Despite the issues, the family and the other families in the show actually have a great Christmas. And that night, Ralphie falls asleep with his beloved BB gun in his arms in the song A Christmas Story. Da-da-da! Woo It well. ends. The show ends happily.
1: Very simple, easy show.
0: Easily digestible yes.
1: show. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go wrong with Nothing it. Nothing crazy really happens in it.
0: No. It's a it's it's a very straightforward story, and I'm I'm glad that they kind of stuck with it. I know that some Musicals have a tendency to go overboard because they feel like they have to because mm-hmm. they're musicals or whatever. But this one does stick pretty close to the original story. Like, yeah, some some of it, again, like a hypes up because it goes into a child's imagination. But, you know, that's believable stuff. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a good, it's a cute little short listen. Yeah. yeah. And if it comes through, I would like to go see it. I'm curious to see how they do. Mm-hmm. I think it actually came to the Fox. I want to say it was either supposed to be there last year or or it came the year before
2: yeah i feel like it did recently
0: yeah because i saw it like on their list but we didn't get the chance to see it if it comes around again we'll definitely go see it but what's everyone else's thoughts about it i love you give a thumbs up but you don't like say anything <laughs> <laughs> i already gave my point <laughs>
2: it's a show it's cute yeah yeah I mean, it's definitely not one that i'll like i would listen to all the time or anything but it's it's definitely a good seasonal show it's a nice family show very, like, easily accessible as far as theater goes. Because, like, some theater content isn't quite for everybody. So. True. This one's a good starter.
1: This would be a good one to take the family. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's definitely got that nostalgia factor, like Matt yeah. pointed out. So it's just, it's a, it's a good show.
0: And it's, it's also one of those shows, because not a lot of shows have kid-centric yes. casts. So it's it's a really good chance for kids to get into theater whether they're in the show itself or they see kids being in shows. If they're interested in theater, this is like a good mm-hmm. being like, oh, I can do that. I can it, enjoy this because that's my demographic. And good jumping off point. Yeah.
1: That could be me. Kind
0: of neat. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, I can picture myself in this role. So I think that's that's important. Despite it being, you know, it can be hard to work with kids. But that's why they have, they usually alternate out between the lead because it is, it is harder for them. Because it's, it's hard work being in the lead in any yeah. musical and for kids even more so.
1: Especially, yeah, running, like, constant shows. Yeah, it's got to be really tiresome.
0: Hard on the vocals. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's a Christmas story, and we are happy to share it with you on Christmas Eve. Christmas! Ooh. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Yeah. So if you're listening to it today, thank you so much for spending your Christmas with us. We really appreciate that. Or spending your holidays with us if you're not celebrating the Christmas itself. We just appreciate you being around, and we hope you have a fantastic time. Whether you're, you know, just staying at home, which is an unfortunate thing this year, or if you have, you know, just celebrating in with your family at home, or if you're just doing, if you're like seeing family through Zoom or Facebook Live or anything, I, you know, it's really important to keep those connections during the holidays. I know it's hard for a lot of people, but hopefully, you're, you're, you're staying cheery. We'll make it through. We'll make mm-hmm. through this. So hang in there, everybody. Okay, well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Save Me an ILC. We really appreciate you being here. We will catch you next week. Bye-bye. Happy bye. holidays. Happy holidays.
2: Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
1: Happy bye. Just a great
0: more. Thank you for listening to this episode of save me an Isle seat we do the show for fun but if you'd like to support us you can check out our ko-fi at www.ko-fi.com ragtag for more episodes and shows like this go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com this show is brought to you by the ragtag network